in a world where trailers can make or break a film. I'm not going to do that the whole thing, but we're going to be talking about movie trailers uh, with Charlie Duber. Cue the music. Welcome, everyone, to the Entertainment Buffet Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Prosek, and with me today is high school buddy and fellow podcaster, Charlie Duber. How's it going, Charlie? Good. I'm Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) No, but yeah, I am. It's going well. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Feeling uh, excited about this podcast, about being here, being on the show, hanging out, doing stuff. (laughs) Yeah, and we are. Uh, this is the first time I'm doing a podcast where me and the other person are in two different states. Yes. So I'm in exciting Missouri, <laughs> and you're in exciting Illinois. Uh, Which, when you say when you say Illinois instead of Chicago, it makes it sound way more boring. Yeah. Basically, today uh, we're going to be talking about movie trailers. But let me get all the pluggy plug plugs out of the way. If you could please, for the podcast, subscribe, share, leave a review, rate us on iTunes. That would be great. It gets us out to a bigger audience. Ours, if you are an Apple hater and don't go on iTunes, you can catch on Podbean, Stitcher, Blueberry, uh, Google Play, all the other shit. And uh, if you could also uh, follow and check out Charlie and his wife Bethany's podcast, Movie Trailer Trash... If you, uh, do you want to plug it uh, plug it away there, Charlie? Uh, at MTT Podcast, which is the Twitter, obviously, and MTTPodcast.com, which is the website. And that's where you go to get all the same stuff that you would get at Twitter or iTunes. <laughs> no, there's actually some blogs on there, I think, and we're going to try and do more of those. But they, you know, you have to actually go see the movie in order to do a blog. And that just takes a long time. <laughs> And I got stuff to do. <laughs> but yeah, there's some stuff on there. There's some comparisons uh, when we do the... We get try and guess the Rotten Tomatoes scores for the trailer but, but after the mo- before the movie comes out. And so after it comes out, they'll, we'll put up the comparison of what it actually got compared to what we think it would get. And a few of them have been fairly embarrassing <laughs> recently. <laughs> so, so there's that. But that's something we'll talk about with trailers. They could, It could be a movie that the trailer looks awesome, and then the movie shit, or backwards. No. So yeah. uh, They're a fickle beast. <laughs> and, uh, Charlie, you also host another podcast with your brother Vinny called yes. The Brothers Marvel. The Brothers Marvel podcast, which actually has a little bit more of a... Um, like a purpose for it (laughs) it's a we're going back from the very beginning of the marvel comic book universe starting at the very first comic that they wrote which was the fantastic four uh issue one and we're going from in the 1960s and we're just reading through them and doing a little bit of recap um i would say i mean we're about almost 20 episodes in so we're almost 20 issues in and I would say that 80% of them are ridiculous <laughs> and, and borderline bad. And so, but like the ones that are good 
from that time period are really good. Um, and so we talk about that. We kind of make fun of them. It's mostly just me laughing. <laughs> and, um, and so we have the we have a Twitter also at Brothers Marvel. The show is called The Brothers Marvel. You find it wherever. Uh, <laughs> just type it into Google. I was, like about to, person. I was about to say wherever uh, podcasts are sold. <laughs> wherever podcasts are sold. Pick it up at your local street corner on the newsstand for four cents. Oh, Borders Books. Borders Books. <laughs> Bonds and Noble. Uh, but yeah, uh, as a, uh, a listener of both those podcasts, they are quite a, a bit of fun to listen to, both Charlie with his wife Bethany and also his brother Vinny. Uh, especially the Brothers Marvel, like you said, some of those comics just sound ridiculous. Yeah, and a lot of them are uh, pretty outrageous. And it's it's just hilarious hearing you two try to describe what's happening and try to understand what Stanley was doing, which is usually nonsense. And also very often has a lot to do with magnets. <laughs> He, he didn't. He didn't grasp the entire magnet technology. He's, I think very well. He didn't quite understand science. No, no. <laughs> so uh, no, no. you can check no the, part of science. You could check those out on iTunes along with our podcast. Uh, they uh, they give us episodes every week. Uh, ours are still coming at the moment every other Tuesday, and uh, ours. If you are an Apple hater and don't go on iTunes, you can catch on Podbean, Stitcher, Blueberry. Uh, Google Play, all the other shit. We just started putting them up, putting all of the audio ones onto YouTube, onto the Entertainment Buffet channel. Yes. So, I mean, there's uh, that are going to be up there also if you want to listen to them and look at the logo. It's a very beautiful logo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, so like he said, uh, Movie Trailer Trash, uh, both uh, a, a few video podcasts as well as um, their audio ones are not going to be available on our Entertainment Buffet channel. So subscribe, share, like that as well. Catch Entertainment Buffet on Facebook, Twitter, and EntertainmentBuffet.com. But, whew, we got all those plugs yeah. away. <laughs> Jeez. What was that, like 20 minutes? Are we almost done? <laughs> Uh, I figure before we get started, um, we'll do our LOL of the week, and uh, mine uh, actually involves you, Duber, and a trip down memory lane to uh, (laughs) when Charlie and I went to high school together, and uh, you can catch on Entertainment Buffet, we re-released the Pros and Dubes show, which was our uh, little attempt at doing a Jake and Amir type college humor show, where uh, most of the time it was just us improving behind a desk and we the camera was on a tripod because we didn't have anyone to film it for us <laughs> so yeah and i like the the quality of film is very nice uh, yeah it's, it's just like really high quality sound and video <laughs> it was recorded on mini dv tapes <laughs> yes <laughs> tapes <laughs> How, we're not that old I like why does that sound so old <laughs> well six years is a long time <laughs> with In technology technology exactly Whoop, jinx you owe me a beverage <laughs> let me uh ship that out to you <laughs> ups you a beverage um, so basically, what uh, I didn't want to just bring up the show uh, to do a plug on that, but I wanted to talk about the one time, uh, Duber, we got you to do a cinnamon challenge really? back when those challenges were all the rage on YouTube. Uh, and we did it on school property during school. <laughs> during school, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was right outside the door, right? It was in that little corridor or whatever. Yes. And we, we also used uh, school-owned cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was the best part is basically me and Duber during study hall could pretty much just walk around and do whatever we wanted. And that's where me and him would usually come up with various web show ideas or we were writing a ridiculous television pilot. And uh, yeah. we heard about the Cinnamon Challenge, so we decided to go to the TV department and uh, because I was one of the... Uh, the more seniors in the TV department, I could just grab a grab a, <laughs> a camera, and then we went to the food department and asked if we could borrow some cinnamon. And I, <laughs> do you remember what the teacher said? She said she was just like, yeah. And she went to go get it. She's like, yeah, of course you could have cinnamon. And she went to go <laughs> grab it, and she got it out of the cabinet. And she was going to give it to us, and then she pulled away at the last second, and she was just like, now wait. You guys aren't doing that cinnamon challenge, are you? <laughs> and then we both just like kind of looked at her, and I was just like, "No." <laughs> she, and she gave it to us, and then I almost threw up. And yes, so basically, <laughs> we just told her, "No, of course not. Why would we do that?" And yeah. just went, and uh, yeah, during while well, other kids were learning and maybe playing tennis and gym, where doing the cinnamon challenge around the corner during study hall and I recorded the whole thing and I'll probably have to put it at entertainment buffet but I believe that wasn't it a commercial yes on the school TV for a little while yes we, the, our excuse for doing it during study hall was that we used the footage to mold into a commercial for the school's magazine <laughs> the school literary magazine i don't it's just like it was like this little tiny bit of information at the beginning and then just like five minutes of me vomiting into the trash can. <laughs> the, it's just hilarious looking back at that and like why did they let me and you get away with that uh, we lived in suburbville usa that's a. Uh, <laughs> where nothing happened. They w- they didn't suspect anyone of anything because the worst thing someone did was, like, you know, steal a piece of candy from the concession stand. Yeah, it... <laughs> I, I, I just... That was... I forgot about that for the longest time, and then when me and you started uh, talking again over, like, the last year or so, I just remembering all the little details that we actually went to the food department to get cinnamon... You're not using that for the cinnamon challenge, are you? No. 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 Uh, <laughs> I would never. I think I remember right after we aired that on the school news uh, show, my teacher was like, yeah, I don't think we're going to show that again. <laughs> you got to, no, get no. burned by <laughs> So, you know that tape? I'm going to throw it away. So that's my LOL of the week. <laughs> yeah. Duber, do you have yourself an LOL of the week? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, okay. So the balloon story is I was walking to go get my, uh, get a package from my leasing office. It's like a few blocks. And um, as I was walking down the street, a balloon from like either a light post or a tree or something had just like slowly fallen into the middle of the street and it's the back streets of kansas city so there's like a car goes by every year or so (laughs) and there's this guy who was walking towards me and um he's like he was he wasn't homeless but he clearly didn't have a problem with not showering for a while (laughs) and uh he looks over at me and he looks at the balloon and he looks back at me and he like his eyes get super wide and he's just like 
He points at the balloon in the middle of the street and just yells like, balloon! <laughs> and so I'm like, I kind of, you know, drop into the fight or flight type situation. And I'm just like, is this guy going to attack me or what's going on? And he just takes off and sprints into the street. He stomps on the balloon and it like squeaks out under his foot. And he reaches up and he snags it out of the air. And he just like, <clears throat> just pops it right in front of his face. And he looks back over at me and he just goes, got it! <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, what the hell is going on? What, what is happening? He just screams and he get, he's like, got it! And then he just walks to the other sidewalk and just continues on his day. Like nothing happened. Because he figured you were so concerned about that. Well, I got to go get it. <laughs> he's just like, I got to to pop this fucking balloon or terror is going to happen and chaos throughout the city. Like like there's a fly in the apartment and he's walking around with the fly swatter. He's just a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Yeah. It was, it was very strange, and I thought it was hilarious. That it was, it was also kind of depressing, though, because like that guy was like more excited about popping that balloon and accomplishing that than I've been about anything ever <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> we'll digress, and uh, today I figured uh, a good first topic, uh, first time guest on the podcast, Charlie Duber. We would talk about the thing you talk about a lot on your podcast, uh, movie trailers. Movie trailers. And, uh, and, I mean, because I have a podcast on it, do, don't make the mistake of thinking I am in any way an expert on Oh, you're definitely an expert. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not. I say more stupid stuff on that show with 100% confidence than I do in real life by a lot. No, see, if there was a documentary with you and they put your lower third, it'd be like Charlie Duber, and it would just say person slash movie trailer expert. An expert would be in all caps. <laughs> Bold, italic, all caps. Yes. Underlined. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, movie trailers. I wanted to just uh, talk about various things with these trailers, because nowadays it feels like trailers can almost literally make or break a film. The, uh, the most recent controversial trailer, uh, I'd have to say, was probably the female Ghostbusters. It is yeah. considered the most hated movie trailer in YouTube history. And by most hated, we mean it has the most dislikes. And Which, by the way, have you ever seen a trailer from, like, the 70s or the 80s? <laughs> yes. They're just the worst pieces of shit in the world. It's just like, it's, it's like, oh, welcome as we take you on a journey to so-and-so, wherever, featuring this person, and they have to go through things. And it's just like this narrator telling you every single thing that's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. You put that Ghostbusters trailer up against any one of those, and you, it's going to win. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, with modern technology and now, like, with... With YouTube, like that's predominantly where people see their trailers. Like it used to be back in the day that like you only saw trailers when you were going to the movie to see what other new movies were coming out, or they eventually would put shorter TV spots on TV. But like now, it's all just we're watching it on our phone or we're yeah. watching it on YouTube. It pops up on the Facebook news feed. So like I feel like so many more people are critical on trailers than they used to be. Well, and to be fair, with the Ghostbusters one, you know, probably a, over half of those dislikes were, you know, old, balding white men who saw the trailer and, you know, were just like, hey, they don't have penises. And 
dislike immediately. Yeah. So there's there's a good portion of that for that one, but I mean it wasn't a good trailer. Oh, it wasn't. Good. I agree. That was a trailer that like I I understood where people were by saying they didn't like it or they were worried that it was going to not be a good film at all, but to be the most hated <laughs> in history, <laughs> I like I was like have you guys not seen, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey or uh, any of the Twilights or well, but those trailers were just nothing though. <laughs> those were—they didn't show any of the movie at all. They're just like, here's a person that you know from a book. Here's another person you know from a book. Dark, music, stuff. Shirt comes <laughs> off the man. Shirt comes off the man. Look at those abs. <laughs> Wet just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I guess it was just so shocking that of all the trailers of the past, like, you know, five, ten years, that, like, that's the one that, at the moment, is the most hated in YouTube history. It yeah. And, like you said, it's not the great of a trailer. Like, I, I thought there was, like, maybe one or two funny parts, but it was just very, eh, not well made. But, like, I guess here's here's a question I'd like to jump off with is, like, to you, like, what makes a good movie trailer and it doesn't have to be specific like oh like this one's my favorite but like a good one for you that makes you want to see that movie i think the best possible thing you could do with a trailer is keep the mystery yes so like i know that not every movie is a mystery but but is to just in no way whatsoever give away anything that's going to happen in the second half of the movie at all and so, and maybe even nothing. Maybe even just like show the people, try and give a tone of the movie. So like, um, Ten Cloverfield Lane, the first trailer for that. Sure. I don't know if you remember it. It wasn't that long ago. Um, but that I, it was amazing. They just showed they just showed John Goodman humping the jukebox, playing that song, and then it gets creepy, and they're it's just like everything. I don't even think they showed any dialogue throughout the whole thing. It was just like, they're in this place, they're, are they supposed to be there? And then it's just like, no, they're definitely not supposed to be there. By, <laughs> by the way, he wasn't humping the jukebox. Well, he was doing a he, little humping. He was, he was twerking. <laughs> oh, he's twerking. John Goodman twerking. I mean, what is twerking if not humping the air? <laughs> With your ass. With your ass. It's an ass hump. It's an air ass hump. <laughs> the, only, the only line in the 10 Cloverfield Lane trailer was just John Goodman screaming no. <laughs> no! 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 You're gonna kill us! Yeah. And, and so, like, it was just really great, and it was super suspenseful, and you're just like, I have no idea what's happening, but I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, and that I think when if you can walk away from a trailer with that attitude, especially for something that's original, I mean, you know, stuff that's like comic book movie trailers are easy. You just show the guy and you show him doing an action scene and that's all you really need. But um, something that's original to make a good trailer is to keep the mystery. Yeah, I I agree. That is the number one thing that bugs me about trailers nowadays is, is when they give away too much of the plot, when they give away the whole film. And... Like, I, I haven't even seen the movie yet, but, like, I, I read what happens. But, like, the Batman versus Superman, one of the last trailers they did, they literally showed you kind of, like, what's happening in the first act, 
little bit of what's leading from the second act to the third act, and then pretty much like the third act final fight sequence. And I'm just like, well, I just saw the movie. I, yeah. <laughs> what? No, yeah, we did a even the fir- very first trailer they put out. We did an episode on the first trailer they put out, and it was it was like you said, it's the whole movie. Yeah, they showed they showed Doomsday. Why would you do that? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, why did they have Doomsday? There's you can branch off into a whole other conversation yeah. about how shitty that movie is, but we're not going to do that. They showed Doomsday. They showed everything. I'm pretty sure they showed Wonder Woman in the trailer. Yeah, I think that would have been. Uh, like t- a couple fun twists and it's sort of like the discussion like we'll, we can jump on over to like Cap- Captain America's Civil War we all kind of knew they announced that Spider-Man would be in the movie but what they did was they only showed a glimpse of Spider-Man but they didn't quite give away spoilers to where the end of it was going it made it look like all the uh, the last end of bit of the movie was going to be that airport fight sequence but then when yeah. you see the movie it's actually like sort of middle-ish it's not quite the third act it's like the end of the second act so that when when that fight sequence is over you're like oh there's still a bunch left <laughs> yeah. where is this but going I, see i was very much against them showing spider-man at all in any of the trailers yeah i i'm glad they held off until the final one right before it I think I'm a little biased because it actually came out, that second trailer came out on my birthday. <laughs> so I woke up on my birthday, which I had taken off work, and I was like... Just with a big smile on your face, like, I'm going to watch the Civil War trailer like, today. Civil War trailer. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> and then, of course, it has the very little glimpse of Spider-Man at the end. So yeah. at least they showed just a tiny bit. But I agree. Right. Batman versus Superman, they showed Wonder Woman. They could have made that a surprise. Doomsday could have been a surprise. But we won't just talk about superhero movie trailers. But I think that's the number one thing. And it, we can jump into comedies when they give away, it's, uh, opposed to the mystery, too many jokes. Like yeah. when you give the funniest jokes in the trailer, it's sort of like when you see the movie, it's like a letdown because you're like, oh, I remember that. Or you, you remember that like a funny moment's happening, so you're waiting for that to happen in the movie. And then it happens, and you're like, "All right, great, it happened." <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. But now it's just like, "Oh, good." Like, and well, that's kind of the same thing with Spider-Man. But we'll get off of that. But the comedies, um, yeah, the trailer can kind of ruin a really great part of the movie for you. Yes. Um, I know that you thought this about the nice guys, uh, about the nice guys trailer that they had a decent amount of their best jokes in their trailer that they put out. Yeah, I felt that was one where uh, I wouldn't say all of their best ones, but, like, if there were five of the best jokes, it felt like they put at least two, if not three of them in the trailer. So, like, obviously, that probably all helped me want to see the movie, but then when the movie didn't top the jokes from the trailer, I was just like, oh, okay, well, yeah. eh. You know, not the worst thing in the world, but uh, it just, it made me... Well, like, if I would have, if that uh, stall scene wasn't in the trailer, <laughs> if that the one where he's, like, he punches through the stall and he's, like, trying to point his gun at him, yeah. if that stall scene wouldn't have happened in the trailer, I would have fell out of my chair laughing at that, because it was so funny. Yeah. Or if, <laughs> Especially in the moment. Yeah, it, that, that was exactly, that's a joke that, like, it was almost like that scene, I'm like, all right, well, I gotta see this, like... <laughs> 
Ryan Gosling trying to like believably yet slapstick comedically <laughs> draw his gun on someone, but also hold his newspaper that's covering his crotch, cigarette in his mouth, like <laughs> pants around his ankles. Like there's just so many things. <laughs> that is oh god, that was so funny. That movie is great. Oh yeah, that that's that's my favorite movie of 2016 so far. Uh, even over yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, I think it's up there for me. Yeah. But let's not just talk about some negatives. Let's talk about maybe some more trailers that we enjoyed or uh, ones that, like you said, you, you watch over and over again. Um, yeah. Like one that comes to my mind, and it's probably one of the first I remember back when YouTube was kind of still getting going, is like The Dark Knight. Yeah. Another comic book movie, <laughs> but it's because there's so many that come out every year. Hey, it's not our fault that those <laughs> that those are the only movies that anyone's really trying on anymore. Yeah, like, but that those trailers like showing Heath Ledger's Joker and uh, where the semi gets flipped <laughs> and yeah. him on the bat pod and like you see the tumbler like. It was just so like, God, I got to see this. <laughs> and we would watch it over and over because we're like, this is the closest we can get for like five months. So we're just watching it over and over. And that's one that just stuck out to me that like I couldn't have had any more anticipation for that film. Oh, you want to know a great trailer for a shitty movie <laughs> that I just thought of while you were talking? I think that um, I went to see something and it was fairly recent. But um, the trailers that came on before it, and I think it was really took effect in the movie theater just because of what it was. It was that Heart of the Sea movie, that like Moby Dick movie that uh, Ron Howard made with Thor. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. The trailer for that movie was amazing because it just made it look like this gig- like outrageously, almost comedically large whale <laughs> was real. And it was terrifying. And water terrifies me, especially <laughs> the ocean. And, like, being in the ocean, it, it was just, it was amazing. Because they were able to make this just ridiculous scale thing look real. And I was, like, gripping my chair. <laughs> and I was just like, no, he's going to eat you. <laughs> and so there's an example of that. But I also have a weird kind of, um, do you remember the movie Paul? Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw that in theaters. Uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And uh, Seth Rogen voicing the alien Paul. <laughs> right. I don't know if you know this, but apparently I was reading about this somewhere because they were talking about how poorly it did in the U.S., uh, ticket sales-wise. And apparently in England, the way that they advertised it was they just advertised it as Simon Pegg and Nick Frost go to Comic-Con. And that's it. <laughs> And so, like, when the people who went the, to see the movie for the first time went to go see the movie, and then this alien showed up, and they're like, what is going on? Why is this? And Simon Pegg was talking about it. He was like, we wanted the audience to be just as surprised about the alien as the two main characters were. And so I thought that was a really cool idea to use with the trailer is to just like leave out some sort of huge twist that is like yes. essentially what the entire movie is and about. actually one film i wanted to bring up that's actually just like that have you seen the movie looper yes yeah which jo- I, I like yeah looper. it's got joseph gordon levitt and bruce willis and uh emily blunt and uh 
what was so amazing about those trailers is, like you said, is they show that the basic plot that is Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a hitman that in the future uh, they have invented time travel. They send people back. He kills them and he gets money. But they at some point will send your future self back and you will kill you have to kill him to like close your loop. And basically Bruce Willis is the old version of Joseph Gordon Levitt being sent back and Bruce Willis uh, escapes even though he's supposed to be killed. So Joseph Gordon Levitt's trying to hunt literally his future self. That was enough to have me interested because I love time travel and the Joseph Gordon Levitt looked really good as the young Bruce Willis, the makeup they did, his impression and everything. Bruce Willis, like it looked like he was actually in a good movie again after being in some shit shows lately. <laughs> and I was interested in just that. But what had me so surprised and quite frankly thrilled was a lot of the stuff that happened in the trailer happened within like the first I'd say 30 minutes. And then yeah. like the whole other hour and 15 was a whole new plot device and we'll just say spoilers for Looper. It's been out for like 5 years yeah. now. Like Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Do yourself a favor and go see that or if you live near me, I will let you rent it from the Prosec DVD library. <laughs> and $10 yeah. a day. <laughs> And you will see how amazing this movie is. Because basically the whole different plot point is Emily Blunt's character has a son, which he, in the future, there's these kids that basically they can levitate stuff with their mind. Telekinesis, and none of that was in the trailer. There was like nothing including a kid or Emily Blunt having a kid at all. And you find out that this kid is so powerful that he could literally, like, explode people with his... That's a very good way of putting with it. his mind. And it's all of this intense shit happening, and they're trying to get the kid. Joseph, uh, Bruce Willis is trying to kill the kid. And, like, it's just like, wait, where is all this coming from? Yeah. Because yeah. none of it was in the trailers. And I was so surprised, and it's all just as good as what they advertise, and you don't feel cheated about what they advertise. It's still that movie, but it's so much more. And, like, if you, I think I when I recently watched it, it's only, like, an hour and 55 minutes. Like, it's not a long movie. But the fact that this marketing department was able to show you the first like 30 minutes and like here here's this movie and then it keeps going and you're like what is all this <laughs> what is this <laughs> it is one of the f na, 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 na. <laughs> honestly it's one of the few movies in the past i don't know like 10 years or so that i saw a trailer and like you said you didn't feel cheated and like oh i already know what's going to happen and to reveal just a whole huge, huge plot point, like, amazing. That's um, the way that I wanted... So, okay, do you remember uh, Cowboys and Aliens? Yes. I, I didn't see I, it, but I remember the trailers. It's a very mediocre movie. It's, I mean, probably on the bad <laughs> side, but not, you know, not, like, angeringly terrible. Not, not uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters uh, female version <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, apparently that movie's good, but um, I haven't seen it yet. But Cowboys and Aliens, what it, I mean, what it is, it's uh, Daniel Craig is a cowboy, and he, like, wakes up with this weird thing on his wrist, and 
aliens come and invade the old western town and he has to go save someone from stuff. So, so there's cowboys and aliens. So there's cowboys <laughs> and aliens. If you can believe. <laughs> and so there's... Um, the, what I wanted them to do so badly was I wanted them to just advertise this movie as a western with because Harrison Ford's in it. I wanted to add just advertise this movie as a western with Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford and Daniel Craig wakes up with this like just in the in a field with this weird like futuristic thing on his wrist and then that's it. And so like you just think it's like a western where something's happening with this guy's wrist <laughs> and so it's James Bond versus Harrison Ford, and that's all you need. So, to would know. you have called it something different besides cowboys and aliens? Cowboys, comma maybe aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could market that. <laughs> yeah, but no, I. No, I mean just yeah, just anything. I mean, it could be just like any western, just named what after whatever trail it's near. <laughs> See, and I would I would probably be interested in, like you said, just that. Oh, you got Harrison Ford, you got Daniel Craig, and Daniel Craig wakes up with this futuristic you, you don't know what it is. Is he a time traveler? Is it a right. uh, like you said, is it something with aliens? Is it, he, is he just a scientist like Doc Brown that can just make anything? Like, is he just like a really advanced jeweler? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, Questions. That's the thing. Is like uh, you want to right. go into the movie asking yourself questions, because the more you're curious about, the more likelihood you're going to want to go see it to get those questions answered. And I would have probably been more interested in that if they advertise it just as a western, and then you go in and you're like, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this? But I feel like movie executives nowadays are so afraid that they just won't get people interested, but they're only worried about, like, opening weekend. I I want yeah. them to make a movie that, like, it shocks people, and, like, all of a sudden you see, like, their second or third weekends just blow up in ticket price because... Yeah, that'd be amazing. Because, like, everyone goes and says, like, oh, my God, I went to see that Western movie? There's fucking aliens in it. <laughs> so many aliens. aliens. It's, like, it's cowboys... And aliens. <laughs> because when it first showed up, I was just like, oh, I'm going to see this. This is James Bond versus Indiana Jones. Why would I Why would I not see this? <laughs> uh, now I, I'd like to bring up some movies that um, sort of like that, that the, the marketing department did. I wouldn't say a terrible job, but they didn't quite sell me on the idea. And then I end up seeing the movie, and the movie was amazing. And I was yeah. like... Well, come on! Why didn't you give me a good trailer? And <laughs> so I'll throw a, a couple out there. Like one, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Love it. That movie, the marketing looked awful. Like it, I yeah. hadn't quite known a lot of Edgar Wright work yet, and then it just saw Michael Sarah, and he's like, kind of like going after this girl with pink hair, and like that's it. <laughs> and so I literally dismissed it in the theaters because I think that I think I did a similar thing yeah I was just like eh, because it was the same year that like Inception came out and Toy Story 3 and I forget what else that summer but there were so many other things to see in the theaters like I didn't want to spend my money on Scott Pilgrim versus the world well eventually I borrowed it from him on DVD and I loved it yeah like it's great loved it (laughs) and if you've heard the second episode of this podcast it's it's on my top ten movies of all time. 
Like, I loved it that much. And I was just so blown away by Edgar Wright's uh, unique style to make it like a video game. And I'm like, why didn't they emphasize more of that in the trailer? That it was like, it would have been perfect for us 90s nostalgic, you know, wanting to go back to arcades and Super Nintendo and Mortal Kombat. I have a feeling that it was because... So, like, it's based on that comic book or graphic novel or whatever you want to call it. And it's the style of that comic book is very, like, cartoony and, like, anime-y. Yeah, like, 8-bit kind of. Yeah. And so maybe if they... Maybe they were worried that if they showed that that they would kind of not get the people who were the comic book fans because it looked different from the comic book. True. But I think it's just, to me, like it almost, I wouldn't say made it look like a romantic comedy, but it just, it looked like just another movie that I'm like, ah. It looked like a, you know, like a quirky indie high school type situation. Exactly. But that's just because Michael Sarah always looks like he's in high school. Yeah, well, they, they should have understood that. Like, with Michael Sarah at the time, he was really only known for Superbad and Arrested Development. So I was yeah. like, he's fighting people? Really? <laughs> <laughs> but then you see the movie and see how it's, like, comedic, and uh, it's very video game-based and, like, the editing. And I was like, why didn't you show just glimpses of that? And I would have bought a ticket and maybe loved right. it so much in the theaters that I went and saw it again. Or at least would have told all my friends to go see it. So that's one in particular. Uh, and I'll give one more example and see if you have any like this. Was Zombieland. Zombieland is a great movie, that's, too. <laughs> it's another movie that I just... It looked like another zombie movie. And I was like, oh, well, I already have seen some of that. Didn't look original at all and so i dismissed it because the the marketing just made it look like another zombie movie and then it's (laughs) believe it or not i bought it from a blockbuster that was closing because it was like seven dollars and i'm like ah, i'll buy this on dvd and watched it and was cracking up i was like so many moments from like holy shit like with action and the Bill Murray cameo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. And I was just like, why the fuck was the advertising in the trailer not better for this? <laughs> maybe maybe you just have a problem with <laughs> short, skinny main leads. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm skinniest. <laughs> You're skinniest. You hate, <laughs> you hate small, skinny guys with puffy, curly hair. <laughs> that are going to be involved in action in some way. Right, yeah. You're just like, nope. I, my, dad, <laughs> my dad is like that, where it's like, anybody who is, like, any, like, male lead actor who is, like, really attractive and in shape, ugh, can't stand it. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like pretty boys. It's like that. He's he's really good. Watch Twenty One Jump Street. It's really good. Nah, Jenny Tatum. <laughs> My dog Riley wants to come be a part of the podcast. Riley, get out nice. of here. But the number one thing a trailer is supposed to do is make you want to go see the movie. So when yeah. when a movie just looks average, and you know, now that we're at that age, we're in our low mid twenties, where you know our budgets, we can probably only see so many movies in a summer or in a year. You're really right. kind of selective. So when it's just average or bad, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to waste my money on it. Because right. 
it's not like when you'd have to get stuff at Blockbuster like months and months later, like it, where it used to take almost a year to come out on DVD. Now stuff comes out on DVD like four months later. <laughs> well, it's like it comes out like the day after it leaves the movie. Yeah. Right? Like, so right. when it's a movie that the trailer looks average or bad, I'm like, I'll just wait four months and I'll pay $1 to get it on Redbox. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or I'll wait until it's on Netflix, which I'm already paying for, and it'll be for free. So are there any movies like that, like with Zombieland and Scott Pilgrim for me, that you saw maybe years later or just way after it came out on DVD and you're just like, oh, well, if I knew it was a movie like this, I would have went to the fucking theater. Um, I mean, it's hard to say because, I mean, I, did, I didn't, the one that I wrote down wasn't one that I saw years later. I actually saw it in the theater, but it's because I got a, like, you know, the from Alamo Draft House, they give you, like, buy one get one free tickets or whatever for weeknights and if you had nothing to do you may as well just see whatever they're offering sure and the trailer that i saw was for spy the melissa mccarthy movie. oh okay paul Fee. yes i saw that one and i saw the trailer and i was just like this looks terrible <laughs> <laughs> like i was like this looks like you know it looks like her tv show that mike and molly show paul which is just like the Paul worst Feig's thing ever. Paul Feig's movies. The trailers are never good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wrote that down because I wrote down. I also wrote down Bridesmaids, and then I just like wrote Paul Feig in all caps. <laughs> what the fuck? And <laughs> and so we went and saw Spy, and it was so funny, and it was like really good. And Rose Byrne was amazing in it, and everything was great. Jason Statham was hilarious. Um, and so I think that really is – I think that trailers have an action comedy problem. Yeah. Because all the ones that we've talked about, the all of the action comedies that we've talked about either have fine trailers or bad trailers. So it's like there's never like a good action comedy trailer that you're just like, yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah, it – I don't know. I don't know what it is maybe with action comedies. Maybe it's the fact that – they show too much humor and not enough action, or they show too much action, not enough humor. Like, they just don't show a good blend to know that you're going to get some comedy and you're going to get some kick-ass action. Right. I mean, it's like, it's a lose-lose. You know, if you show the really good jokes, then why'd you show me those really good jokes? I wanted to be surprised. If you show the really good action, why'd you do that? I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> it's just like, what do I got to do? Yeah. And then there's the, the, the movies that uh, sometimes the trailer ends up better than the movie and one that I'll say and like this isn't trashing it but it's actually a reversal of uh, one I brought up earlier but The Dark Knight Rises those trailers were epic yeah they were pretty awesome (laughs) it had this this like hushed just like like uh, and like, <laughs> you just knew. Yeah, you get to hear Bane uh, do his Bane voice, and, it and there's just and it's like action that looks like brutal but epic, and like you just were wondering how this is all going to come together with with Catwoman and Hathaway, with Bane, with Batman, and what's Gary Oldman up to, and like it just like it had so much intrigue to it that I think it built up too much hype and also it, it couldn't live up to the expectations of Heath Ledger's Joker and Dark Knight. So 
Well, you were, and you were like, what's going on? What is Bane planning? And then you see the movie and he just like wants to blow up the city with a nuke. Like what? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> and like, I, I, I'm actually one of the, mo- uh, one of the people that defends that movie. Cause like people act like it's God, like it's garbage. And I'm like, all right. No, it's definitely better than most, but it's nowhere near as good as the first oh, two. Oh, yeah. Is the issue. Uh, well, it's... And to the people who always, like, say it's, like, utter shit, I'm like, you remember Batman and Robin, right? With Arnold. <laughs> ice to meet you. <laughs> you know what took out the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> and so... And I won't just defend Dark Knight Rises, but that's, a, that's an instance where if... Because I was thinking to myself, I'm like, if they took this tone of, like, this three-minute trailer, and that's going to be, like, two and a half hours, this is going to be one of the best movies I've ever seen. And uh, it's not that they – he Christopher Nolan didn't capture that tone. It's just – it fell apart with a lot of writing and plot holes and trying to cram too much in. And then the rest of it happened. (laughs) So that's an example – and I'm not sure if you have others too. Where, honestly, the trailer I think is better than the movie. I have the best example of all oh. time for the trailer being better than the all movie. right. Star Wars: Phantom Menace. True, that <laughs> I remember. Like, and it's weird thinking about this because. Do you remember seeing Darth Maul in the trailer for the yeah, first time? Yeah, that's the thing. Oh my! I remember because that came out when we were seven. And I yeah. do, like, faintly remember whether it was on TV or maybe it was another movie we saw in theaters that year in, like, 99, where there's the moment where he takes the lightsaber out and it goes, and it goes out yeah. both ends. <laughs> Look at that. I'm getting goosebumps right now. I just thought about it. I got goosebumps. When, like, it's like, okay, the lightsaber came out, and then it was like, oh, lightsabers, and then out the other end, you're like, oh, two. <laughs> <laughs> running around the house <laughs> and you're just like you're, you're like trying to tape two of your lightsabers together to make it then yeah. you're like oh my god <laughs> that's <laughs> that is such a good example uh like just that moment like just that moment like had people go like holy shit yeah exactly and and then then the movie <laughs> happened <laughs> Maybe just ones that we remember, like, within the last year or two that really stuck out. For me, I loved the way they handled the Star Wars Force Awakens trailers. Because yeah, they were pretty there good. was only, I believe, two. They released a teaser literally one year before the movie came out. Which was, like, nothing. It was, like, they showed, like, the Millennium Falcon maybe for a second. They showed, like, just some text on the screen and, like, the music. And it was just kind of like, huh, huh, huh? It's coming in, like, a year. And I was like, all right. Start salivating, you bastards. Yeah, and I was like, all right. And then they waited. And that's the big thing is not releasing too many trailers. They waited, they waited, they waited. And when they finally gave us, like, the full trailer, it was like, Holy shit! <laughs> and yeah. but they did it in a way, like you said, they didn't give it all away. They exactly. showed you Harrison yeah. Ford. They showed you the new characters. Um, they showed a couple of action pieces, but you still had no idea what was going to happen. Well, the best thing about it was that first of all, in the trailer, they didn't mention anything about Luke Skywalker at all, 
And the whole movie is about trying to find Luke Skywalker, pretty much. And even though this is something that is so important to the movie that they didn't tell you about in any of the trailers, the, the first lines... Of the, you know, the little scroll where they, of Star Wars, where they tell you what's going on, the yellow letters. It, the first line is, Luke Skywalker has disappeared. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, no, why? Where'd he go? <laughs> it's just, it just something that is so good that, like, the trailer did it perfectly and the movie did it perfectly and it was great. Yeah. I, uh, and the key thing was, because they knew Star Wars was popular enough that all they needed to give you was a little taste and you were going to go see it. But if they had I, if they had released one more trailer with like a bunch of new footage, it would have given away too much. Yeah. So uh, here's I'll kind of flip it on its head and before I ask if you have any films like that for you was a movie that gave away too much was Avengers Age of Ultron. They yeah. released, I believe... Th- the movie was, you know, for being good, though, was a bit of a mess. Anyway. Yeah, but they released, I believe, three full trailers. And you can argue that like they showed a lot of the same clips, but they kept showing a bit more action sequences, a bit more this, a bit more this, to where I was like, they're showing a lot. Yeah. So... Well, the movie's also, like, what, two and a half hours long? Yeah. So, like, when they keep showing more, I'm almost like, save some for the movie. <laughs> like, like the No Strings trailer with James Spader was awesome. But then they did, right. like, one more, and I'm like, okay. I'm already, you already got my money. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think that I stopped watching them. I think that after the first one, I stopped watching... Uh, Avengers trailers after that. Well, yeah, and uh, it's a lot easier now because we don't have cable, but the worst is those movies with TV spots. They do these TV spots where, like, with Ant-Man, they gave away that Falcon's in it. Or uh, they gave away certain characters that are supposed to show up, and they gave away some Spider-Man jokes for Civil War. So, like, that's another thing. is like, avoid TV spots. Like, just watch the trailers. If the trailers didn't get you... You're probably not going to want to see it, or, but, well, so something that I did with Civil War was I was able to not read anything about it at all. I I watched the one trailer, the first one that they put out, and I didn't watch any of the other ones, and, um, you know, whatever. I tried to embargo myself <laughs> from from Civil War information, and then like three days. Before the uh, Spider-Man one, the Spider-Man trailer came out where that he was in, my brother texted me. He was just like, "Hey, did you hear that Spider-Man's gonna be in Civil War?" <laughs> I'm just like, "Damn it, Vin!" <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn it, Vinny. <laughs> I guess but, I'll ask you this I mean, because you watch so many trailers. What would you say? Because uh, you guys have done like 30, 30 almost forty some episodes now. Almost forty. Yeah. 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 What was the one that you're like? Oh my god! And you watched over and over, like maybe like the best one. The best one that we've seen so far. Um, I mean, I mentioned it earlier. That Ten Cloverfield Lane trailer is amazing. I I, I can actually watch just that over and over again, <laughs> just like <laughs> just for its own entertainment purposes. And I, I mean, it helps that I love the movie also after I saw it. Um, but uh, we'll kind of we'll kind of start wrapping up now, like. 
as someone who's been, you, you, like I said, you've been watching so many trailers for your podcast. Um, any other things that you love uh, besides like just the mystery with trailers? Like one that'll just, you know, something happens and you're like, all right, going to see that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's usually got to be. Usually the only thing that, like, drags you in like that is either a interesting, like, actor pairing that you would be really intrigued by. So, like, if it, like, those people just show up on the screen and they're really good in that moment, then you're just like, ooh, <laughs> I like it. I like that. Um, or if there is um, usually a horror movie or an action movie can just, like, shock you into going to see a movie, pretty much. Yeah, there's, like, I think that we did The Witch at one point, and, and there's just a few parts in the trailer for The Witch that are just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, that is so horrible that I need to see it. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you see The Witch, um, it is disturbing, but it's not, there's like there's, like, three jump scares throughout the entire thing. So it's a very slow, disturbing, creepy-ass movie. <laughs> and the music in it made me shat myself. <laughs> I was watching it. I watched it on my PlayStation. I rented it. And Bethany was somewhere. I don't really know where. And I plugged my headphones into my controller. So I had my noise-canceling headphones on in my uh, living room with the witch playing at 1030 at night. <laughs> I started it at 1030 at night. And I was so scared. There's like three parts during the movie where I was just like so scared that I had to unplug my headphones and make the sound come out of the TV. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what was your question? Trailers. <laughs> <laughs> the I don't like the how cut up everything is. Like I know that a trailer is just a bunch of cut up scenes from the movie, but I think it would be nice if you could find like a a moment in the movie. And let it play out for those 30 seconds or a minute or whatever that you can kind of not necessarily, well, yeah, like sum up what's happening in the movie a little bit and what you can expect and stuff like that. You can maybe even play some, uh, put some action scenes and stuff in there over the person's dialogue and whatever's happening and stuff like that. But like, I would like to see a whole thought happen on the screen. So that I'm not just like, just like, what's going on you, in this movie? I just see explosion, explosion, crash, punch, person, hot girl. Um, <laughs> but you'd rather you'd stuff. rather see a complete scene play out, and then maybe a little bit of other stuff at the end, opposed to just let's see how many things we can show, like a quick smash cut of. Right, like I feel like like that Ten Cloverfield Lane is not necessarily a whole scene playing out, but it's a whole idea playing. Yeah. I, um, one that I actually just thought of that, uh, it didn't get me to go see it in theaters. Um, but like, I loved the idea of it and it made me really want to see it once it came out on DVD was, I don't know if you remember the trailers for the hurt locker, uh, with Jeremy Renner as a, a bomb disposing. No, I didn't. And I never even saw that movie actually. Well, like, like, but you know the basic premise. He's a guy who like uh, diffuses bombs in like Afghanistan or Afghanistan, <laughs> Afghanistan or Iraq. Uh, Afghanistan, <laughs> Afghan Iraq. Uh, yeah. So, like, all they showed for one of the teaser trailers, I think, was he's, you know, 
in the big explosive, I wouldn't say explosive proof, but the big bomb squad suit, you know, where he's all puffy and it, it looks it looks like a space state puff marshmallow man, and state puff space marshmallow he, man. He's like working on this little device, uh, like because they think it's a bomb or whatever, and like he thinks he's got it, and he pulls it up from the dirt. And all of a sudden, surrounded him are like twenty other bomb things. Like I do remember that this one is attached to others, and it's just like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. And then it just yeah. ends, right? The trailer just like ends. It like shows the title and when it's coming out and stuff. Yeah, and like they need to do, like you said, more stuff like that. That's actually a really good idea. But we could talk about trailers forever. And uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, maybe we'll have to continue this on another episode or uh, we've talked so much about comic book movies that I'm probably going to have to have Charlie on and just talk about comic book movies because. <laughs> yeah, just like just just that. But what what's going to happen with that is that we're going to get caught up on one <laughs> and then we're going to go like we're going to like 45 minutes on one and be like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to talk about the other ones. Well, I guess we could talk about that forever <laughs> to bring it back. Yeah. Next thing you know. That's the, that's the thing. I mean, I wish I could make the podcast four hours, but, you know, no one's going <laughs> to download it. Uh, we're, we're not Pete Holmes. And you made it no. weird. But we are individual. We are together, not Pete Holmes. As an individual. <laughs> but uh, we'll kind of, like I said, we'll wrap up now. And what we do this segment uh, called I Hate People, where we get to vent about someone. Duber, do you have yourself an, an I Hate People? I do, and I was actually surprised by it because I'm a pretty uh, agreeable <laughs> kind of guy. I just kind of let people do whatever they want. Like, if someone cuts me off, I was like, oh, they were probably in a rush. <laughs> it's, it's just like, they were probably late for work or something. But um, there's this woman at my gym that I go to. Yes, I go to a gym. Um, there's And she goes on the treadmill and what she does is she like runs for like a few minutes and then she walks for a few minutes and which is fine there's nothing wrong with that but um what she does when she slows down to walk she's like really excited by the fact that she just finished a stint of running and she's like really happy and so like she'll be running for a little bit and then she'll turn it down and she'll walk she'll breathe a little heavy and then she'll just go <laughs> just like it's like scream throughout the entire gym and everyone like looks up and looks over and she usually doesn't notice anything and but what's weird is that if she's on it for a really long time it kind of becomes more and more sexual <laughs> like, so, so she'll be on the treble the first one she'll do that woo and then uh <laughs> then like the second one she'll slow down she'll start walking and she'll be like Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then my favorite slash least favorite one that she's ever done was she was running, and it was her last bit. And she slows down, she gets walking, and she puts her hands above her head and just goes, Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember Bethany was... Bethany was there for one time when she did this and she looked over at her like what the fuck is happening and and the girl looks over and just goes what <laughs> I'm just like are you serious <laughs> you're screaming <laughs> in the gym and you're just like what why are you looking at me <laughs> it's like come on god yeah that's 
So yeah, that's that one. I mean, I in hindsight, I guess I enjoyed it. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, that's but it's she's something. Terrible. Yeah, the gym. I can't stand like grunting a, a little bit is understandable, but like when you're just like, oh fuck yeah, like. <laughs> Are we recreating the scene from when Harry met Sally? Yeah, exactly. that's what you. That's very you much what it was said, like. I'll actually. have what she's having. <laughs> I'll do that next you time. You would have there a all the time. applause from everyone else on the treadmills. <laughs> uh, it's like an old shitty YMCA. There's like four people there at a time. Um, so uh, mine uh, is not quite as hilarious, but. Uh, <laughs> it's something that it just came up a lot of mine almost every other time I do and I hate people it's about something that happens to me at the bank and uh, so my my shitty day job at a bank is I've been there uh, I just crossed I've been there a year now and uh, I'll never forget one of the first times I got yelled at was by this one woman who I had just started as a teller like two weeks prior so like I just finished my training I'm on the drawer running transactions and she gave me a payment and because it was a payment from our bank you can do it like as cash basically because we can verify the funds Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to do that yet because I was still new to everything (laughs) so I just did it like a normal payment and she was just like this isn't right and she (laughs) and she literally says like do you know what you're doing what's going on in there? Because she's in the drive-thru. So she's like, what's going on in there? Like, we have a bunch of, like, we're a bunch of kids running around, like, playing with computers, like, ah, did her payment wrong. It's like, it's like Muppet Babies in the back of the <laughs> yeah. bank. Yeah, but anyway, so that was a year ago. That was pretty much not, that was, I would probably say last August. <laughs> and here we are when we're recording this coming up uh, in the next week or so with August. So she came again to the bank to do a payment, and I processed it correctly, how she likes it, where I did it as cash. Every time she's come back, she clarifies, did you do it how I like, uh, did you process it like cash? I'm like, yes, ma'am. And she's proceeded to do that the entire year I've been there. (laughs) So when she does that payment once a month, it always happens to be me, and she's no, did you process it correctly? Did you pro? <laughs> just say and she, no. <laughs> and she did it. And nope. she did it again today. She's like, "Now, did you process that as cash?" I was like, y- "Yes, ma'am. Yes, I did." And like, I told my manager, I was like, "I've been doing it correctly every time since then for a year." <laughs> but she remembers <laughs> the one time when I was brand new that I did it incorrectly. Yeah. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> and it's like one of those things you can't like yeah. do anything about uh, it. She's going to ask, and it's not like she's doing anything wrong, really. True. It's just like, uh, yes. Like, I think <laughs> I could understand if like maybe like the time after and the time after and like four times in a row I did it wrong. So it's like, oh, this fucking kid never does it right unless I confirm. Yeah. But it's like I literally did it wrong once. And then correct probably like twelve other times. <laughs> how how often is this woman going into the bank? <laughs> but like I think it's a payment she does about once you know once a month, and do it do it online. <laughs> what century? Exactly. Is this? Most of the stuff that happens, I'm just like you know if you have online banking. 
It's like, you know, I, this job doesn't need to exist. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Coming to the end of the podcast where we're going to do our pluggy plug plugs again. Charlie, it's awesome having you on here again, even though we live in uh, different states. <laughs> yeah, I had a great time. And uh, we'll definitely have you on again, like I said, talk about comic book movies or... Just uh, maybe we'll do a whole one just making fun of Fantastic Four. <laughs> Ooh, that could be int- that could be fun. <laughs> Even though it's it's been <laughs> out for like over a year now, it's then I would get to go watch it again and just <laughs> be angry for the rest of the week. So then we're just doing how did this get made with Paul Sheeran? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, hey, you're stealing our gimmick. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, I'm sure sure they're listening. They're on the lookout for for startup podcasts that are trying to steal their shtick. Hey, you know that podcast you're making in your living room? Cease and desist, motherfucker. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah, so we'll we'll plug... uh, Charlie, go ahead and plug uh, both uh, your podcasts that, uh, that you host. Yes, uh, movie trailer trash with my wife, Bethany. Uh, that we have been trying to get out once a week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at MTT Podcast. Uh, you can go to the website, mttpodcast.com, read some blogs, check some comparisons, see how wrong we are about most things. Um, I might start doing a corrections one, where, uh, which you can help me out with, actually. You can just text me all the shit I got wrong during the episode, <laughs> and, and I'll just put, a, I'll just build, put like a section that's An just apology shit. bonus uh, episode. Yeah, there was, we did Neighbors 2, and I mispronounced the main character, the main actor's name throughout the entire thing. <laughs> I, said, I said Mortez instead of Moretz the entire time, and I said it all. <laughs> but, um... So there's that. You can follow us there. You can go to iTunes, subscribe on iTunes, movie trailer trash, um, rate, review, all that good stuff. Uh, the Brothers Marvel is another podcast I do with my brother Vincent. And uh, that you can follow on Twitter, at Brothers Marvel. You can go to our website, Brothers Marvel, the Brothers Marvel? One of those. The bro- <laughs> BrothersMarvel.wordpress.com. We didn't spring for the domain name, but we might at some point. It's like it's like sixteen dollars a year or something like that. That's way out of <laughs> But um, yeah, you can go and then also do the same thing. Go on iTunes, subscribe, stuff like that. Awesome. And uh, one thing I I totally forgot to mention. Uh, the, uh, thanking you, Duber. He uh, Charlie created uh, the logo for the Entertainment Buffet podcast. That's so, true. I forgot about that. Also. <laughs> and he also redesigned the the entertainment buffet logo, so the the updated version and the uh, podcast logo, and also the I'm I'm guessing you also do the designs for MTT podcast and Brothers of Marvel. Yes, I did both of them. So yeah, as well. When he's not uh, making fun of trailers, he's making kick-ass designs. But <laughs> <laughs> by by day graphic design man by a different time of day podcast man <laughs> by night i sleep <laughs> so 
I'll get my plugs out of the way. Uh, like I said, we, we don't quite do every week like Charlie does with his podcast, but you can catch the Entertainment Buffet podcast every other Tuesday on iTunes. Please subscribe, rate, review, all that jazz. If you're an Apple hater, uh, go to uh, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, Blueberry. Uh, for other Entertainment Buffet stuff, if you also want to check out... Uh, uh, movie Trailer Trash, their episodes are now available on our YouTube channel as well. We're going to be having some new sketches and web shows coming out to you. I also review some movies on there as well. And, uh, yeah, so check that out. Subscribe, Facebook, Twitter, EntertainmentBuffet.com, any of that shit. Pluggy plug plug. Uh, here we are taking, like, another 20 minutes just to do all of our plugs. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we do we don't even get paid for this. <laughs> this is like stuff that we just do in our spare time, and we already have too much to say. <laughs> Imagine if we had sponsors. Oh god, <laughs> it would be another. It'd be you would have the episode, and then you would have the sponsor episode where you just list all the sponsors. I would love to have a sponsor though, because I would just be like, well, I would love it to be something like. Like like Dunkin' Donuts. Like I love Dunkin' Donuts, and I would love to just they float me some money, to just be like, guys, fucking Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> See, I would I would really want it to be something very uh, like that. I really am against. <laughs> <laughs> just like something really terrible that I don't like, so that I could read it in a really <laughs> just disheartened way. It's like. Check out Chick Fil A specials uh, Monday through Tuesday. They're not open Saturday or Sunday because they hate you and gay people <laughs> and everyone. And they're like, "Should we be paying this kid to say this?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "What? What are you doing? We didn't write that. That's not what we wrote. I, I see it right here. That's in your handwriting." But honestly, like, I think my wife was actually making fun of me the other day because. Uh, she had found a place that literally is the best breakfast sandwich I've ever had. And it, unfortunately, you no. can't have it, Charlie, because it's this place in Aurora, Illinois, called Jake's Bagels. And so I went to work, and I'm just advertising this. And she's like, why are you, like, advertising for them? I was like, because I don't want them to close. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I've done that a few times. There, there's a place called Empanada Madness <laughs> in Kansas City. Empanada and Madness. Awesome. I I love it. It's so good. It's like, you know, like uh, traditional, whatever, original <laughs> empanadas. They're like this big. And they're, I know I just said this big on an audio <laughs> thing, but I'm I'm talking to Brandon. You guys are just listening in. <laughs> and, and they're filled with meat and they're amazing. And they have chain, they have bars up on their windows and stuff. They're in like not a great part of town. And I love yeah. it. <laughs> Thanks again for coming on, Charlie. And uh, yeah. Please, uh, oh, I've almost forgot to do this, but I noticed you guys do it. But if you want to email in the Entertainment Buffet podcast, it's just entertainmentbuffet at gmail.com. We have gotten no emails. <laughs> yeah, yet, I don't expect we will either, <laughs> but I just find, I thought I'd, I'd float that out there. <laughs> we, yeah, me, me and Vin wanted people to email <laughs> us um, about if there's any information that correlates to ants and their creation of honey. <laughs> Because that seems to happen a lot in, in 1960s Ant-Man uh, comic books. I bet it's so. just going to be your wife emailing us and just being like, yeah. Yeah, you guys talked about fucking comic books too much. Or <laughs> <laughs> This is too <laughs> long. <laughs> it's, the, it's the 
that's the subject in the email, and then there's no body of the email. <laughs> it's just yeah. this is too long. And then there's a JPEG attachment that's just her <laughs> flipping this off. <laughs> All right, guys. You we will uh, we'll podcast at you later. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. That's not how I'm ending it. <laughs> podcast you later. We'll we'll see you at the entertainment buffet later on. But it's not 24 hours. But it's good and all you can eat, except not as not a lot. <laughs> You were struggling you want, through. You can you can hang out and you can eat some entertainment, but you know don't be greedy on the that little bit of entertainment because it'll come around. It'll bite you. It'll bite you in the butt. <laughs> Your stomach will hurt. Uh, uh, <laughs> <Where's that? laughs> All right.